It's not 69 and cry, which is <laughs> <laughs> it's a chapter in my, in my memoir. <laughs> Today, I'm from A to Ziggy, 87 and cry. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to From A to Ziggy, the podcast where we discuss every single David Bowie song in alphabetical order. My name is Travis. My name is Thomas. Today, we're talking about 87 and cry from Never Let Me Down. What year did that come out? Uh, that came up. I'm just going to let you keep searching. Sorry, my I got like four text messages <laughs> that froze my phone up. <laughs> see, what year did that come out? Uh, let's see. What year did that come out? Uh, did I close the wrong page? Hang on. I am just going to sit here. Next to that. <laughs> You're picking up the CD oh, case. Oh, hey, 1987. <laughs> so, all right. What, do you, what, what, what is this song about? What is this? So, supposedly... This song is about uh, David Bowie being back in London, back in the UK after being away for so long. Back in the UKKR. And uh, not being super thrilled with the state of things. Um, not being the biggest fan of Margaret Thatcher. Mm. This song is mostly about Margaret Thatcher. Margaret um, Thatcher, prime minister. First female prime minister of, of England. Hmm. Um, a complicated figure. I don't know much about Margaret Thatcher. Basically, she's... Uh, She's like England female Reagan. Yeah. So I, I remember when she when she passed a few years ago. Um, what did she pass? Away. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't the most somber time on England Twitter. Um, right. People were uh, were not the saddest. She was uh, kind of a big believer in top down economics. Trickle down. Trickle down. The trickle down economics, which... Um, That's where the money comes down from the rich. The rich have The rich the are money. like, I have all this and money. I need to spread this around. I need to create through, jobs for yeah, everybody. jobs and uh, purchasing services and goods. Yes. Which actually doesn't work, it oh. turns out. So what happened both here and in England is that these policies didn't really help the middle class so much. Hmm. And seeing this kind of bummed David Bowie out, as did a lot of people. He wasn't a fan of trickle-down economics. Is that why he created chili-down economics? He created chili-down economics, um, where you just take your money and throw it in a fire. <laughs> so yeah, this song's about how much it kind of sucked to be middle class in England in the 80s, which I would assume was met with a uh, sentiment from people in England with, um, hey, you've been gone for like a decade. You don't really get to complain about this, David Bowie. What's the evidence to this about it being a Thatcher uh, diatribe? Um, the internet told me. There's something about it was, it was on It was on Bowie songs. Something was, about the UK. Yeah. Well, here's what David Bowie said about it. It started off when I was originally writing it as a kind of indictment of Thatcher's England. There you go. There's the there evidence. We go. All the evidence you need. There Just it is. straight from the horse's mouth. But then it took on all these surreal qualities of a pushy person eating the energies of others to get to where they wanted and leaving the others behind. It was a Thatcherite statement made through the eyes of a potential socialist because I've always, I always remained a potential socialist, not an active one. David Bowie has a way of rambling off on tangents yes. when being interviewed. Uh, so yeah, a yeah. kind of money vampire. Yeah, which Power is basically, vampire. it's an indictment of capitalism in general yeah. at that point. It's the 80s. Yeah, because everyone was just like, I need all the money. I need all the money and all the everything. Yeah. And um, this song kind of uh, in tone sounds like the 80s. It's a big, fat, excessive pop song. Yeah. With long 
big in your face guitar solos and synthesizers and drums with reverb and it's this sounds like the 80s this song is dollar dollar bills and cocaine yeah it's a dollar and dollar uh, so this is this is what it sounds like the song is basically what it sounds like to be on the top end of the uh, economic ladder mm. um yeah and he's he's looking at it and saying you know it couldn't be done without dogs and without us you couldn't get here without us hmm. you money vampires so the dogs are the the, the, the working class yeah proletariat. um i was thinking like police dogs or like guard dogs like release the hounds so you're seeing this as kind of the start of the revolution well yeah you wouldn't or um you wouldn't be able to maintain your power if you didn't have like the thugs working for yeah. you the thugs keeping us down physically but yeah i mean it could be read, read either way it's 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 oblique this song doesn't seem to directly relate to what we're saying it's about. So, I mean, we definitely all had to had to read to get to that conclusion. <laughs> right. Otherwise, um, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it sounds like just a collection of words that sound neat together. When the days were the days, boys. This is a line that kind of reminds me of um, that Philip Glass opera, Einstein on the Beach. One of the, one of the parts of the libretto for Einstein on the Beach, aside from the part where it goes one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, is kind of the ramblings of this schizophrenic, guy that someone found on the street and he patches together phrases and bits of songs and one of one of the phrases he puts in is these are the days boys and these are the days boys so this line when the days were the days boys kind of reminds me of that philip glass of course later on adapted two of bowie's albums into symphonies that's all i really noticed that's all that stuck out to me i do like the uh the kind of indictment of greed in here where he says that you can't make love with money yeah uh, for some reason, that conjures up the image from um, Indecent Proposal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just lying in the bed with all the money around them. Or like DuckTales. Yes. Swimming through the gold coins. Same. Same. Exactly the same thing. A little bit more kid-friendly version of the same thing. DuckTales is the child-appropriate version of Indecent Proposal. Yeah. Oh, you know Uncle Scrooge has tried that a couple times. Why do you think? How do you think he got his name? Exactly. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to give everyone else to kind of take the same journey I took so they can get to the same place. Doesn't there? It, We're good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Doesn't bear explanation at all. Um, but then he, he follows it up with, I, I don't think I've ever disagreed more with a line in anything ever. You can't make mistakes with babies. Um, yes, you can. You can make all the mistakes. You can make a plethora of horrible, terrible mistakes with babies. <laughs> David Bowie, that is careless, man. That is careless. What does that mean? What I don't this, know. What are you talking about? I'm assuming that at that point in his life, uh, mostly the, the nannies had been doing the baby raising. Cause, uh, <laughs> Maybe. Otherwise, you would know that you can definitely make mistakes with babies. Uh, well, actually, Travis, I will tell you, as a parent, I think I see where he's coming from here. Babies are extremely resilient. <laughs> a baby can bounce back from anything. That's why they call it a bouncing baby boy, a bouncing baby girl. They uh, are just made of rubber. They, nothing phases them. When they fall, they don't cry. They, 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 they're too stupid to realize that it's supposed to hurt <laughs> until they're toddlers or so. Stupid they've babies. Been trained. Uh, yeah, babies are dumb. Um, you, you really can't, you can't do any wrong. You can do no wrong. Plus, in their eyes, you're a god. Right. You, you know, know everything you are all powerful. So you really can't, you can't do anything wrong. They're very impressionable, very resilient. Yeah. Nothing you can do can screw them up too bad. I mean, until you get to a certain point, until they get to about one year old and they're starting to form consciousness. Yeah. 
then you want to be careful. Yeah, that's when all the mistakes can happen. Yeah. You can make mistakes with babies. You can make mistakes. Con- actually, yeah. thinking about it now, I, I, I'll concede you can't make mistakes. It's easy not to make mistakes with babies, though. Maybe David Bowie should use a little bit less strong language. Yeah, he's a little, little too absolute with that. You can seldom make mistakes with babies. Yeah. Nothing looked good on you. That's how I liked you best. Yeah, that's pretty dirty. Oh, you know what? I just got that. <laughs> I thought it was a neg. I thought it was an insult. Like, back when you just wore ugly clothes, nothing, nothing <laughs> you could wear was flattering. But that was your appeal. It was endearing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, now I see how you're yeah. supposed to read it. No. Um, now you're ready for the real McCoy. He's talking about Hank McCoy, the beast from the X-Men, right? Yeah. Or Bones McCoy from Star Trek. Or the McCoys in the Hatfields, famous feud, uh, family feud in the Appalachian <laughs> region. So really, there is still debate as to which is the real McCoy. <laughs> there are three McCoys. In conclusion, there is no conclusion. <laughs> so yeah, 87 and Cry. It's an interesting song to listen to now. Because uh, it's, yeah, 30 years later, exactly. Yeah. And uh, here we are again. Here we have. About to take another crack at this whole trickle-down thing. Yeah, we have a similar situation, don't we, on both sides of the Atlantic. Yeah. We have um, mirror images of... Uh, well, let's not get into politics. That's not. It, it don't. It'll just make us cry. Yeah, we'll be twenty seventeen and crying. It'll be. It'll be twenty seventeen, and yeah, maybe, maybe we should reboot this song of twenty seventeen and in the fetal position in the corner of your bedroom sobbing. <laughs> um, oh, you know what I had about this song? I had a note. Sounds a lot like the next day. Yeah, a little bit. At at a certain point in this song, I keep wanting it to go into. They can't get enough of this doomsday stuff. You know. It's got a similar groove. Yeah. Something about the beat, something about the, the guitar bass line. Kind of in the verses, it reminded me a little bit too of, um, just jog my memory on the name of this song. Um, yeah, it reminds me of, oh, <laughs> it's called La Song because the chorus is just la, 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 la. Oh, um, I thought it was, I thought he meant la like L-A-W. Like, nope. <laughs> like Bob Loblaws. <laughs> Bob Loblaws, Loblog. <laughs> So either, well, it's either La Song, as in La La La, or it's French for La Song. La Song. Um, but it's by, uh, by Supergrass. The Chanson. La Song. La Song. So, yeah. The verses kind of remind me of that. Just a very uh, similar cadence to it. By, who, who's the artist again? Uh, Supergrass. Supergrass. They're a uh, 90s Britpop band in the vein of like Blur, Oasis, hmm. stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, so it kind of reminded me of that. Um, it's funny, underneath all the big 80s excess, it is kind of a pretty straightforward rock and roll tune, which is maybe why this is my preferred um, Never Let Me Down song thus far. Is that right? I like this song. It, it took a minute to grow on me. This is, so my relationship so far with like late 80s Bowie that we've done is that I always enter with some skepticism because I'm expecting it to be really just big, dumb, and cheesy. Yeah. But this song, yeah, I've, it broke down that wall a little bit. So I, 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 the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. That's really interesting. Even though it does really embody a lot of that, like big eighties cheese, especially like when you watch like the live video, it's even got, um, who is it, it, You might even have the note up already. Like who was playing his touring band at that time? What songs have we done from never let me down? We've done day in day out, uh, beat of your drum and bang, bang. And this is kind of like with day in day out where it's like, hidden message in a big dumb pop song. Yeah. Uh, it's the proverbial uh, dog medicine in the rolled up ham. Like you're dancing, but you don't realize that you're getting hit with some social, social consciousness about poverty in the eighties. Right. Uh, this one is again, a sort of social and economic yeah. critique. 
In the form of Big Dumb Pop. In the form of Big you, Dumb Pop. You mentioned it's sort of the most straightforward rock song. Uh, I've seen mentioned that it's sort of pre presages presages. Never actually heard that word pronounced. It's it sort of leads into the uh, Tin Machine stuff. Yeah, it's got that that kind of uh, raw attitude. Yeah, it's basically if you if you took the synths out of the song, you would have a Tin Machine song and added a whole lot of reverb. Yeah, like hear that drum with all the reverb on it. It needs more reverb. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I this song grew on me as the week went on. Yeah, listening to it again and again in pre- preparation for the show. Yeah. So uh, what, what did you, uh, where did you ultimately uh, land in your quantified assessment of this song? I would give this song four real McCoys. Four real. Real McCoys, yeah. Four real McCoys. Four real. I, I, I'm bumping it even like by a half because it's, yeah, it stands out over the other stuff that we've done on this album. Um, it's cheese feels more palatable i guess because it does it just it feels more like cheese yeah it, it feels just more like a like a, a good angsty rock and roll song yeah. on kind of a big dumb pop album mm-hmm. uh i i do like the sound of the chorus um not so much the 87 and cry the and it couldn't be done without dogs yeah it couldn't be done without dogs it could couldn't be once without us i like that bit of it that's really the only bit that i that i do really like though about this song um you gave it four for, I can't believe you were for real with your ratings. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's too real. Oh, I, I got to give it two real McCoys. It's, it's, it doesn't stand out to me. It doesn't really do anything for me. Um, it's sort of like tacked on at the end of this album. Yeah. I think it's kind of mediocre myself. Um, I'm glad you found so much in it though. Uh, it's, it's got good elements to it. I like the, uh, sort of oblique, of the of the lyrics they're so weird it's yeah like hard to like decode decipher but there's a lot of stuff like that on this album and listening to it the point of course the point is not i keep going back to wanting to rate it in terms of like how it is on the album but that's not that's what we're trying to avoid here that's why we're doing it alphabetically this song on its own i, I just i can't see myself putting it on i can't see myself like i mean if we, if we're, i guess it. if we're going off the context of the album i would bring it down to a three and a half no you can't change your rating i'm not changing my rating yeah. i'm saying theoretically if, if were. we're if we're gonna ex- yeah it's it's proximity to bang bang really helps it out i'll be honest how do we rate bang, bang? i don't remember why i rated it but it was it's i i'm i'm getting more nostalgic about it as it goes as it gets further back in the past but I feel like I might have given it a pretty bad rating and I didn't write it down. Let's just say we both gave it a five. Yeah. The bang bang effect, the, the nearness effect, the bang bang bump, the bang bang bump. The song definitely gets a bang bang bump. Cause yeah, it's, I didn't have the warmest feelings for bang bang. Oh, okay. So you're, you're saying, I'm saying in, in, compared in contrast to, in contrast to, bang, to bang, 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 this is a strong, <laughs> this is a strong tune. I'm saying as it's because it's closer to bang, bang, I'm ready for bang, bang. And I'm just like waiting for this song to end <laughs> so that I can listen to bang, bang. And for that reason, I like it. Um, all right. The world contains multitudes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, that's, that's, that's all the time we have for, uh, 87 and cry. It's yeah. About time that we said goodbye. Yeah. So we're, we're going to dare to be different and say goodbye. The alternatives are too trendy. Yeah. What are the people doing these days? What's I hear everyone, everyone, literally everyone. They just say hi. Everyone. Everyone. Everyone says hi. Says hi. Yeah. I was actually, I was out on the streets earlier. 
everyone says hi. Oh, wow. I will pass that. I'll pass along your greetings on my way home. Oh, everyone. I, you know, I hate people. Ordinary f-ing people. Yeah. Good, good thing we're in the service industry. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. Human race. We've told you what you think of us, of what we think of you. What do you think of us? Quantify it. <laughs> yes. Subscribe on uh, uh, iTunes and uh, what are the other ones? Stitcher, Google Play. You can, uh, you can do that. You can give us stars yeah. if you want to. You can also give us other arbitrary units of rating, um, but you have to keep that to yourself because yeah. iTunes reports it in stars. Until next week, you can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, from me to Ziggy. From me to Ziggy.com, podcast at from me to Ziggy.com. And until next week, my name's Thomas. And my name's Travis. Dry those tears. True.